0: Hey everybody, welcome to another Venture Podcast. I'm your host, Dan Wills, and I am the pastor at Chandler Acres Church, and with me again today is Robert Burgess. What's Say, up, hey, up, everybody? Hey, uh, you um, had a good day at work? I did. Good, good. It was, uh, it was peaceful. Good, good. <laughs> uh, in case you guys don't know, uh, Bobby uh, works outside of the church and uh, is a uh, apprentice electrician, and so uh, he's getting his hands dirty all day and, and working outside and it's indoors, exhausting. all kinds of exhausting. Huh? Yeah. It's really exhausting. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, you want to share with us what you want to talk about today?
1: Yeah. So, uh, this last Sunday during your message, you mentioned, uh, something about, um, Adam when, uh, after eating the apple, he was, they were ashamed. Both mm-hmm. of them were ashamed and they sewed fig leaves together. And it got me thinking about, um, that whole situation, Of, uh, them eating from the, from the the, eating from the tree and then recognizing, uh, their sins and that they were naked. Yeah. And then, you know, God comes to them and he's, and he's looking for them. And, and what I'm trying to get to is he gets upset, right. And he punishes them for what they've done. And it's always been confusing to me because I know that God is all knowing, right. Right. And so if he knows that they were going to do this, why punish them? Yeah, you know, you, you get where I'm going with yeah. that.
0: Yeah, you know, I, there's a couple of ways to to look at it. You know, um, you know, there's a belief, uh, a theory, or or you know, a theology that you know, God is all knowing. Um, there's a theology of you know, um, God puts us in different circumstances and and it works out itself. You know, those types of things and 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 I I believe in that. You know, I think God knows that these are the possibilities, but I'm a big believer in, in, in free will, you know, as, as we call it. And so I think it starts from there of, um, he's in a sense, testing them to see who they are and where they're going to do and what, who they're going to follow. Because, you know, a big believer in that, if, you know, if, we just he gives us everything then why do we need him and so i think he puts that tree in the beginning in the first place to obviously to test him why would he say hey uh, here's this great tree
1: <laughs> yeah that was that was <laughs> part don't of eat my other question that was Yeah. part of the right. other question is is why put the tree there in the first place yeah
0: and so i think you got to start there so i think he puts the tree in there to to in a sense test them you know, to to see how their faith is of, hey, are you going to follow me? And 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 would you say he knew that? I I don't yeah, I think he could have known that, but at the same time, he gives people free will. You know, you and I have the choice of whether to believe him or not and and whether to believe in his son died for us or not and and all this all everything that's written in his scripture, whether to believe it or not. And so that we have that choice of, of free will. And I think it starts right from the beginning of Adam and Eve of saying, Hey, here's, here's this tree. You have an opportunity, um, uh, to eat from this, but, but I don't want you to, <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so what are they going to do? And obviously, you know, um, a bigger influence that too, though, is, is Satan was a part of that, you know, he comes yeah. in as a serpent and and in reality, is I think is more an effect of them just choosing something. But here you have Satan convincing them to eat something as well, too. Yeah, so.
1: it comes down to the temptation and whether they can handle that right that temptation. Yeah. Um, I think when I when I first started thinking about this question, uh, one of the things that finally kind of came to my head was if you look at it as though you're a parent. Which I'm sure you could talk to yeah, a bit yeah, better than I could, yeah, yeah. but um, <laughs> as a parent, you know that your child's going to do this. You know, it's the one thing you tell them not to touch. You know,
0: yeah, you you kind of when you're with with kids, I know from my own kids that you would say, uh, and in fact, I shared this, you know, a story similar to this in the same message this this right, last this Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, is is that you know my son? I was told when he was younger not to go beyond this fence line, and yet he still did it. And the reason he did is because he made choices that he wanted to catch more bugs and and better stuff. He said back there, um, but I didn't always know he was going to go back there. Even after I told him not to do it, I would hope that he would listen to me. And, and even after he didn't listen to me the first time, it still didn't put in my head that he's never he's not going to never listen to me again. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. it's still you, you still have that. Hopefully, they've learned from something or or that nature, but. They they still have that free will to choose whether to do that or right. And I asked him the question, why do you keep going back here? And his answer to help with his comprehension of why he did that is because the stuff was better back there. You know what I mean? And, yeah. and it was worth it because the stuff was better in his eyes. So it's kind of like going back to the tree is here's you got a serpent going, hey, eat this you know, this is better stuff. yeah. And, you know, compared to everything, why would God not let you eat from this? Why would God not want you to eat from this? Well, because it's better, you know? And so, you know, just because somebody else says something or you think it's better doesn't always mean it's better. So.
1: Yeah. And I would, I would agree with that. It's, I guess from my point of view, I'm not a parent, so I don't know that side of it, but when I was a kid, I guess I just always kind of thought, my parents knew exactly what I yeah, was going to do yeah, wrong because they really, would tell me, right. you know, don't do that. And I'm like, well, what happens if I do? Yeah, gonna test test the waters. Of course, of course. Yeah. And that's and that's kind of what's happening with Adam and Eve. I think in you know from my point of view is God knew it was going to happen. I I think God knew you know that that could happen. Yeah. Um, and that's why He put the tree there because it's a test. And yeah. you know we don't always pass these tests. Right. But you know it's important to have these tests because. <clears throat> When, when you're doing this and you and you know that it's wrong, and then afterwards you feel so, you know, so wrong. You, you feel you know that you did what that what you did was wrong. Sure. And then, God coming in and it had to happen that way. You know, it had to happen that way because now He punishes you, and you know what's going to happen when you do something wrong. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because He wanted this he created the world to have this, this perfect world. Obviously he, he did, he started creating this world to have, um, this thing because we, we learned that, you know, if until they did this, they would have been in like, like we talked a little bit earlier about they would be immortal, you know? And so they, God had this plan of everybody living for a long period of
1: time. Yeah. Um, yeah, we talked about this because, because earlier I see in this, uh, I'm not sure what chapter this is. Give me a second. Um, it says Genesis chapter 3. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yep. Uh, comes down to 19. Okay. It says, uh, By the sweat of your brow you will eat your food until you return to the ground. Since from it you were taken, for dust you are, and to dust you will return. Right. So that I, I didn't know that before that they were immortal. And right. After eating the fruit, and now they are. Immortal. Now
0: they're going to say, "Yeah, you're going to you're going to die from that." And and that leads to the premise of the whole uh, down the future of a prophecy of, you know, here's all this stuff going on until Jesus comes to save us from not from uh, being going back to immortal, but to have a life in heaven with them. So there's a yeah. way to get back to them again uh, of being sinful. You know what I mean? So, um, there has to be that whole thing. And so, you know, when God placed that tree out there, um, he's using it again, we go back to the test of, Hey, here's, here's what my, uh, rules are. Please engage to them. It's kind of like what you said, a parent saying, Hey, here's my rules. Yeah. Don't do this. And when you don't follow those rules, what are you parents supposed to do is to punish you, punish you yeah, give you regardless consequences. of whether they
1: knew you were going to do it or not. Right? I mean, I, I mean, you're a parent; you know. Yeah, you know. And if I was a parent, if my if my child did something wrong, whether I knew it was going to happen or not, right? You know, yeah,
0: yeah. You, you've got to you got to put those things there. The key is why? Why did why did he have to put that there? Why did why did God? Why did if if God made everybody? That kind of goes back to your question: is then why did he put the tree there? It's because he had to test them he had to show that hey i am the boss <laughs> yeah i'm your creator and and if you follow d- follow my rules then hey you're going to live all this this great thing and life goes on and if you don't then guess what here's the consequences
1: yeah it. and I that actually brings me uh, to something that somebody told me a long time ago is that free will is not free will if all you have is the right answer you know what Correct. i'm saying yeah so if the tree wasn't there. Yes, they have free will, but everything they do is going to be right. It's Correct. always going to be the same answer. Right. You know, you have to have a choice that they can make. Right. You know, and I think a lot of people miss that part.
0: Of yeah, there is no free will if there's no wrong answer. That's right. Yeah, there has to be a right and a wrong, a yes and a no, a yin and a yang. <laughs> you right. want to bring that yeah, in the course, whole thing. So you, you have to have the opposite to have the one truth. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So, so there has to be to have somebody good as God was and Jesus was, then you have to have somebody equally, not equally, I won't use equally, but bad as well. So you have... Your choice to make, you know yeah. what I mean? And so I think that's why now we're getting a whole nother topic of why God could have eliminated Satan just like nothing, course, yeah. and yet he still had him around. Why? Because I think you have to have free will to choose him, whether to follow that or to follow him, and and, and if you have him, then you're going to have more faith in him and things like that. So. Yeah,
1: so that actually does bring me to the next part of, okay. of my question, too, is um, why – or oh, did. I, throughout this story, when I read it, I, I okay. don't see the part where God warns Adam and Eve about s- the serpent or Satan. Okay. You know, uh, I'm not sure if he did. I didn't get, you know, I didn't get is, that far into this story. Yeah. um, Which I, I'm i sorry. I feel like I should have. But, yeah, it's okay. Um, You know, does he warn the, them? And the second part is, if he already has the temptation of the tree, mm-hmm. then why does he need... The serpent to be part of the story why okay. does this why do they need the serpent to tempt them if the well, tree is already the temptation?
0: yeah okay so um you know that's a good question and one first one to answer your first question is did they already talk about satan no there's no no that i've read in in where in scripture that pre goes into the point until the serpent actually shows up at the tree and then the second thing you you said is well why is the the serpent There in the first place. Yeah. Why is he part of this story? Well, because, uh, you know, obviously Satan has been around, you know, because the, 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 the history of who Satan is, is a fallen angel, you know, as it turned in there. So Satan's already around at this point. And so he doesn't want, he's already going against who God is anyways. And so as God's building this world. And creating, you know, the 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 this world and and the people and animals and all this stuff, he doesn't want to see that. And so here comes Satan. God didn't put Satan there. Satan has already fallen. So Satan appears on himself, and that's what we need to get rid of. Is God doesn't place Satan. God doesn't put the bad stuff. Gives us bad stuff. It's Satan that gives us. That bad stuff. Mm-hmm. Now, God allows us to have that allows that bad stuff to happen. Why? Because He's putting us to a test. Either you're gonna follow that or follow him. You know what I mean? So Satan's here coming and trying to get us. Then the third part of that question is you said, then if if he knew Satan was gonna be there, then why did he already put the tree there? Why is he testing us twice? Well, God didn't know necessarily satan was going to be there satan comes on his own you know did god know there's a possibility yeah but what if satan decided not to come at that point you know so he's got to put that that tree out there as a as a test of trusting who god is you know you know what i mean so does that make sense yeah okay
1: i think that but that's getting into uh some apologetics that I hope we'll get into. Yeah. You're, you're of the, of yeah, the decisions. And, yeah. You're,
0: you're opening, that's opening a whole nother can of yeah. discussion because you, you know, there's apologetics question of, you know, of, of, you know, who is Satan and where is Satan come from and all this other yeah. stuff too. And, and, you know, I'm obviously right now, given my belief yeah. uh, of what that is. Um, but there's other beliefs of how that kind of happens. Mm-hmm. Um, not necessarily a, a huge dramatic of that because most Christian theologists kind of believe, closely similar to things they're just maybe little details yeah. that are a little bit different and everything. <clears throat> it but, is fun to go back and forth on that oh yeah absolutely like yeah absolutely so you know it's it's i think it's great that you, you bring up you know whole adam and eve thing because it really relates back to the beginning of things and you know as we get closer to easter we always just concentrate on jesus which is which is what we're supposed to do i mean that's why we're that's why we celebrate Easter as his, his his you know his death basically and his resurrection yep, yep. and so um, we want to have that and understand that but but ultimately it started <laughs> back from Adam and Eve and it and right. it gets to that and it brings that whole whole thing around back to it when we celebrate Easter of who Jesus was it's because of that original sin that we are faced with what we're faced with that Jesus had to come back you know to save mm-hmm. us from our sins and and to die on that cross which is you know, uh, an, an amazing thing that we didn't deserve to have. And yet he still does it, you know, which is yeah. great. So did that answer your questions today, Bobby? Yeah. yeah cool. That, awesome. Yeah. Awesome. All right. That concludes another episode of venture podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed it and uh, we'll be back with us next week. Cause I, I believe Robert's going to be back as well. And hopefully we've got some more questions we're going to bring up and talk about in, in this world that we live in and face in today. We'll talk to you guys next week. If you'd like to know more about Venture Podcasts or would like to support this ministry, please visit our website at www.chandleracreschurch.com.